I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte, and you're with Stan, Rowe, and Raph on the SGP podcast. Woo! Are you ready? Marks and Smarks. This is the Smarky Las Filipinas podcast. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Smart Gilas Filipinas podcast. Stan C. Romoran and Raf Camus uh, about to unpack a whole lot of wrestling which happened this week. But first, got to talk about basketball. So because much wrestling. So yeah. much wrestling, but so much action in the world of basketball. Yeah, we, got, we, we have to like uh, get ourselves in the mood first. So let's talk about <laughs> basketball first and how Kyrie Irving is now playing for my beloved Boston Celtics. And you lose... The biggest small man you've ever had. Ever. Ever. Yeah. And I see Thomas. So, so IT has been with the Celtics for uh, three plus years, but he's already a bona fide legend because of what he's done, what he's been through. Um, the efficient season he had last year, the top 15 level play that he produced over the last two seasons. And yet, the biggest takeaway coming out of this, from my perspective, is uh, this really reinforces the fact that loyalty in sports does not exist. Mm-hmm. Because that, that's the very yeah. idealistic way of looking at sports. Right? Like you, you have all these stars who've stayed with the same team throughout their career. Tim Duncan, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. And yet, you've, you're now in this generation where someone like LeBron has played for uh, Miami. Right? Even though he's most associated with Cleveland now. So, uh, I, I think after we've gone through all the basketball-related stuff, like the, the narrative is really focused on the fact that loyalty does not exist. And, yeah, yeah, it's sad to say. I, I believe that we all we all became fans when we were kids, right? And yep. we all thought that. Well, for one thing, we all thought that this team would be staying there forever, and you know, we we didn't have ideas of assets or moving pieces, right? Mm-hmm. When we were children, so you know, it's it's. I mean, you now you know that that's how it is in the world of sports, especially in the world of basketball, especially in the world of football. Yes, right. I was going to say. Uh, you, yeah, it's kind of sad. To, it's a little bit sad. Or I don't know. I'm not from. I'm not a Boston fan, so no. I, I think it's say, very sad. Like, yeah, yeah. I, if you look at the, if you flesh out the Isaiah Thomas arc, because he comes in 60th overall pick yeah. in 2011 to, in the Kings, right? Yeah, by the Kings, and then he gets traded to Phoenix. Or, no, he Phoenix. gets signed by Phoenix, Phoenix on a bargain deal. Yeah. Uh, four years, 44 mil. So sobrang bargain binyan na deals. It's similar to the, the Steph Curry deal. Um, and Actually, yeah. This is contract wise. It is. He gets traded to Boston because Phoenix decides that. Oh, you know, we Let's got blow Eric Bledsoe and oh, Goran Dragic. Stupid. Goes to Boston, right? And then he becomes so the, he becomes the guy because yeah. they, they, they uh, didn't really have a franchise player. He takes upon himself that role, hmm. and then he puts on two straight seasons where he makes the All Star team. Last year, he takes the Celtics on his back to the Eastern Conference Finals. Where in, in a the first round, effort, my God. Considering in the first round, his sister died. And he played 11 hours after. Yes. Holy shit, man. And, and he flew between the games and the funeral and then back. So you have all these things that um, really he becomes an urban legend in Celtic mythology. 
And then now, um, as soon as that happens, he's 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 the one who recruited Gordon Hayward. Yep. He's the one who made all this effort on social media to try to bring stars to play for Boston. So he's really saying that I'm I'm in it un- until I retire and all yeah. that, right? And then the next minute, the, the minute that Danny Ainge sees that, oh, I can get Kyrie Irving. Bye, Isaiah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no there was There was no other way that they were going to get him without IT, no? Oh, no, man. There, there wasn't. Uh, Salary-wise, star, star level-wise, all, all of that stuff. But I remember that uh, the ringer floated that idea around when the... when Who was that? Around draft season. Around draft season when Fultz... When the idea of Fultz being drafted to the to Boston was being floated, about. they also floated that idea just last week uh, when Bill Simmons and Kevin O'Connor were like, I think eight possible Kyrie Irving trades that are bound to happen. So they talk about that stuff, and then this one actually pulls through. And um, I I think one of the bigger insights that you can take out of this experience is if you remember in 2013 when guys like me who were fans of the Celtics were angry that Ray Allen defected and went to Miami. Yep. Now when stars like Ray Allen decide, now, I don't want to play in Boston anymore. Let me play somewhere else, like for a rival. We can't really hate them for that anymore, especially considering that Danny Ainge is willing to trade anybody away as long as it advances whatever goals he has. Yeah, I saw the stick on Twitter. It says that. At this point, players can't really be beholden to, to loyalty to their teams, especially when the teams are so ready, GMs are so ready to deal them away just because they're assets. And I present the counter-argument with the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, no, yeah, sure, that's, that's another no GM, been, though. That's another GM. It's another whole but, uh, level you, of money. You know, most of all, that, you know, <laughs> every, everyone is a moving piece. Everyone. And even if you say that Golden State is an isolated case, it's not an isolated case. It is an isolated case. It is an isolated case. Yes, in this case, it really is. It's one team out of 30. So you've got 29 other GMs who are ready to wheel and deal at any given moment. And you know the players now, uh, more than ever, feel like they are really just the independent contractors that they are. Which is not all that different from how wrestlers actually feel, labor-wise. Mm-hmm. Oh. But at least they're better protected and they make more money, right? I mean, yeah. you see, the, the, the basketball the, players. The bot, the apparently, the downside nila is not as bad as the downside that these guys deal with. Right, right. So, ayun, um, I, I just wanted to get that take out, the loyalty thing. Because I used to be a huge proponent of that. And I used to be so angry at Ray Allen when, when he made the move to Miami and subsequently won his second championship. And now, now that I've got this perspective and all these years uh, since that uh, incident happened, it, it is very refreshing, I guess, to look at it from the other side of the lens. Yeah. When you get when you get possibly the top one of the top five point guards in the league, I guess yeah. Not top three, not top three, but top five. <laughs> it's really more of just me trying Sorry. to detach myself from the situation because there are yeah. too many Celtic fans who are angry now. Isaiah Thomas is gone, so I'm just trying to not add to that because mm. I don't really feel no, no, that. I don't go out. Yeah, it's not like there's anything. Like, I'm I'm a fan in the Philippines. You're wearing the cap. Yeah, but yeah. what the fuck can I do, oh. right? I, the most I bitch can do right now internet. is bitch on the internet or buy an Isaiah Thomas jersey, which I'm really looking for right now. So anyway, uh, let, NBA let's shop. NBA shop in two weeks. Sold out on the website. Oof. I'm gonna go to go, go to Glorieta. I'm gonna tomorrow. go to the physical store. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that that's uh, let, let's compartmentalize now and uh, move past the Kyrie Irving thing and uh, talk about how crazy this week was in wrestling. But first off. We gotta say thank you to everybody who joined us last Monday. Oh at yeah, yeah hey, thank, thank you, you so much. Uh, you, we know you brave the the weather that would make you want to stay home and watch at home, uh, which a lot of you did as well. Yeah, well, you did that. That's fine. Uh, good turnout. Good. Yeah, turnout it was a good turnout uh, considering um, yeah holiday. We'd rather be at home and not spend any money you, instead of escaping work, right? Diba? 
And some people just couldn't escape. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, it wasn't. We didn't have time or anything. Yeah, no, yeah. Or, not by any means. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was a full house, but not to the rafters. And like SummerSlam has never really been the big draw that the Rumble is or that WrestleMania yeah. is. So when you grade it, grade it on that curve, uh, you you know, Actually, no, sakto lang, oh, sakto lang. Uh, It was uh, our previous SummerSlam urine party. I think two years ago. Yeah, was around Gantaren. right, right. You know, way better than last year's, but let's not talk about that. Um, <laughs> what, what we did enjoy though was the fact that this crowd was pretty, pretty loud, pretty boisterous, but not disrespectful. Yeah, actually, yes. Uh, I guess that's what you get when the crowd is controlled, no? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, which you know we didn't get at Brooklyn when all all of the things went down. I think we better start talking about the beach ball. Oh, beach ball fuck mania. The beach ball. Yeah, the beach ball really just uh, sucked the. Suck the goodwill out of the fan base. Uh-huh. Here's, the, here's the thing about the beach ball. There are two sides to the argument. For one thing, it's clearly disrespectful, right? On the other hand, it's uh, some fans have tried to justify it as them being uh, frustrated with the way WWE's booking the main shows, right? But to me, for one thing, that, that argument is invalidated when you throw the fucking beach ball around during the Raw Tag Team Championship match, which... Was by, a great match. Yeah, by yes. any by all means was a great match. By no means was uh, no, was a terrible outing. Was a boring thing. The thing about the beach ball is for for fans that argue for it, they will always say, "Now nah, I bought a ticket. Yeah, therefore I can do whatever the fuck I want. Nah, yeah. Almost anything. Yeah, uh, provided the hindi ka nakakasakit ng tao. But you have to look at it from the other side of the uh, of, of the spectrum here. When you when you consider that you're giving a speech or you, you're making a presentation, and someone is tossing a beach ball mm. while you're trying to do your thing, that's the disrespect that guys like Seth and Cesaro felt when mm. the beach ball uh, was being thrown around during their match. Mm. At, really, at the basic human yeah. level, union. Eh? You really felt strongly about whatever was happening in front of you or whatever wasn't happening in front of you. You could have just gone out, Tiba. Yeah. Walked out if you really want to go home, go home. Take a smoke, go to yeah, the bathroom. Buy, buy food, right? There's so many different ways to express frustration without actually disrupting anything. It's a like of all the matches, yung tag team championship pa. No, it was before pa. It just so happened that Cesaro, he, no, Cesaro, yeah, no, was, Cesaro was the guy who 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 did something about yeah. it. Yeah, it was within arm's reach then for him oh. at that point. It's one of those things because uh, beach balls they happen. Apparently, they happen in public sporting events in the states. It's not uncommon to see a beach ball, but it's just annoying. The problem there is that. WWE is so beholden to its to its customers, right? Mm-hmm. And not even in a good way. Not in, 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 in you know in a way that they, that they should actually be booking things that we would like to see. But uh, they they are so beholden that they had to explain the beach ball and whatever other uh, whatever other reactions people were getting as the crowd having fun. That's, that's the same way they explain you know John Cena getting booed, right? In a way, they co-opted it. Eh? Oh. Mm. No, they didn't no, no, co-opted no, no, no. it. They, they, they co-toed to it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I think that's a better way of putting it. Yeah, if you co-opted it, the Tajar would be the one throwing a beach ball. But by co-opting it, they were kind of pretty much saying that, okay, you can do this because you're having fun. We are explaining it for you, for the others who are not in the, in the Brooklyn in the audience. Yeah. By doing that, it's not validated. It's fun and throw a fucking beach ball around. And when they should have just, you know, had Corey Graves at least, Corey Graves, uh, at least conde- be the guy to condemn the fans throwing the beach ball and disrespecting the wrestlers in the ring. 
the, the worst part about this is that, sige, this happened na, diba? And WWE co-toed to it. Na, um, now, kinunsinti mo, it's going to set an even bigger precedent in the future. For example, I wouldn't be surprised if some idiot decided to bring a beach ball to Sugod on September 3. And yeah. if oh, that yeah. wow, happen, wow, shit. If that were to happen, I'm sure I'd a lot... i that beach ball. Yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah, the Kamis guys... Yeah, yeah, to be the first guy to fuck the beach ball up. If, if JDL doesn't beat him to it. Oh, yeah. no, no, no. I'm... I'm closer than Jay. Yeah, yeah, he would be much closer. And and but consider na a PWR show, not even just any indie show. Let's let's localize it. A PWR show or an MWF show, the the crowd is this close to the ring. Yeah, exactly. So ganun ka intense yung level of disrespect if somebody just started beach ball mania at the Power Max Center. But I, I, I now that you now that you say that, now I need to make it a security thing. We're checking for beach balls. If you want to throw something in, you want to throw something around, throw streamers. Yeah. Yeah, because we do sell those and we do teach you how to how to use them. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go back to the root here. Um, you know, um, how, how do we get rid of beach ball mania? Because we've established. Well, yeah, you just straight up ban it. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. one, you ban it and then you shame it. And yeah. then do both at the same time. Because you don't, it's, it's not something that that is common. It is not a sign. It is not streamers. It's not something that is organic. You're inserting an alien entity, device, toy. Yeah. Is the worst uh, that the crowd has done to just steal control of, of say, yeah, whatever's with happening? With the exception of hijacking in Chicago, that attempt, that, that's it. The wave is terrible. The wave, no, the wave is still slightly organic. No, better if they're doing it because they're bored. That's terrible. That's bastos. Eh? That's bastos. But waves happen in sporting events. Fuck the wave, man. It is terrible. Also. Fuck the wave. No, but see, it I would, happens. I, I would tolerate the wave if it's if it's, say there's a timeout. Yeah, I mean, and there's okay. a there's an MC at center court telling everyone to do the wave. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So there, there are, there in, uh, the match itself is a timeout worthy of a wave. Uh, tama, tama yeah, that, that's why the only instance I will tolerate the wave <laughs> is during a timeout yeah. or during a quarter break because okay. it's literally a break and not say during any match whatsoever. So okay. Um, is there anything else about Beach Ball Mania that we have to address? Oh, I think it's a product because of, for one thing, it's not. I will give some credit to the argument that the, the fans are frustrated. Yes, because it's coming from another thing. It's coming from. It's coming from troll booking, right? Yeah. Uh, again, we've already discussed troll booking on this podcast, but for those of you who did not catch that, it's really when the WWE books things and angles just to entertain themselves, just because they can. And I guess when they have to get a certain reaction from the crowd that they normally wouldn't guarantee otherwise. Mm. So In a way, it's kind of like them ribbing us. Oh, yep. say, well, They're messing with us. To be fair, the fans have trolled the WWE, so the WWE has chosen to troll back. So, no, no, it's true, it's true. Yeah, yeah. No, but yeah, who's, whenever, who's, no, whenever you boo John Cena or whenever you boo Roman Reigns, you're pretty much trolling the WWE. Just like this Monday on Raw. Huh? Just a little bit like the Monday Raw. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. When you do uh, Sasha Banks, when you yeah, when you oh, do no, that, Bailey, oh fuck yeah, you throw a beach ball around, you're trolling WWE. So the WWE under Petty Vince McMahon, the pettiest Petty man Kevin in the Dunn. room, Petty Kevin Dunn, they will out Petty you by not giving you what you want, and then we come to an impasse where, uh, w, uh, where the fans don't like what's happening, and WWE has no choice but to either do fan service or continue. Pissing people off because that's the only way apparently to get uh, a heel, no, heel reactions nowadays. Yeah. 
it's funny that you mentioned those two things because uh. they are on opposite ends of the spectrum. And yet we we got both things during the weekend. Uh. Mm-hmm. We got the fan service through Takeover. Sure. So we yep. got uh, we got and Adam some, Cole and, and, and some parts of SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah. So we got Adam Cole and his team of honor. We we team have honor. Yeah. So I just came up with that. Uh, honorable men. Idea. I'm going with honorable Made men honor. for them. So, so you have that, and then you have uh, the sh- two thirds of the Shield winning the tag team championships. You have those fan servicey things, and at the same time, you have trolly things like Nakamura's match against Jinder Mahal, <sighs> uh, or or Rusev getting uh, punked out squashed, the way he was, squashed. and right. then Corbin as well. Yeah, Corbin getting buried pretty much. Oh, I, I will call it a burial. It's a burial. So the WWE won't let these things pass. It. I'm I'm pretty sure that they booked the. Nakamura gender match that way because they wanted some even more heel heat on gender. They just didn't execute it as best no, as they could. No, that's what they wanted. That's what they wanted you to to be all you know. Ellis, no, Ellis Embe at the match uh. because you were expecting more, especially Nakamura. So he, you know, he goes at like fifteen to twenty minutes uh, when he should. Yeah, when he should exactly. But by not doing that, by ending the match like a practice match. You know yes, I know this. It's like it ends abruptly. There's uh, no climax. There's no yeah. That was the climax. Supposedly. Apparently, that's it. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, you know, you know yeah, that, that is what they were trying to elicit from you. Uh, okay, because you know you are mad at gender for retaining a championship like that, and that's what happened. That's what that's the, that's the kind of reactions people. Uh, had after that match. Well, that's not the reaction. It's more of you're booing, but you're not booing Jinder the heel. Oh. You're booing everything, pero by I, I, you're, I don't know, you're booing the property. Yeah, yeah you're booing the circumstance. Property. But by transitive property, Jinder is the target of the booing. The problem here, Kase, is uh, yes, I understand that fans are terrible enough to, to force the hand and make these desperate measures the only way to elicit a heel reaction. But at the same time, it's long term damage to your brand. Yep. Uh, you know how taxis lost to Uber. It's because they stopped being customer friendly. Mm-hmm. If you stop, if WWE stops being customer friendly, and actually by constructively, no, no, by no means are they close to being customer. Uh, you know, close to not being customer friendly because they still give us all the shit we want, like yeah. Cruiserweight Classics and uh, NXT, right? And May Young Classic, May Young Classic right? May Young, pero meron paring ano? Meron paring no, by doing so in the main roster, yeah. you kind of amplify the resentment people feel. Mm. So where do we go from here? Like, yeah, you also and sorry, sorry, you yeah. also damage stars you need to build up like Jinder, Rusev, Shinsuke. Corbin, Shinsuke. Shinsuke. No, not Shinsuke's safe because he's he's got cushion. He yeah, he's got cushion he from, his, from, his, from his from his from his from his international reputation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So okay, um, this as a fan, then where do we go from here? What can I do? Like as a fan. Uh, halfway around the world, what can I do? I don't know. I I, I want to say it's easy to say to say that you we should totally just demand accountability for the way WWE refuses to build stars. In. But we don't. The, no, only, the only the only thing we can do <laughs> is by not supporting Raw or SmackDown even, and that's hard because we want they, to watch it. we want to watch it because they still do some things right. And, and because there get, are people yeah. who's, uh, in, in whose fates we are invested in. Yeah, and yeah. there are people who are who don't care as much about this like we do. They don't like, care they would, about they, us no, 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 as no. much as we think. No, should. I mean there are casual fans who would go anyway because they're not as invested in it like like we are doing this podcast. Falls deep. Yeah, like the meta narrative isn't very important to them, and they outnumber us. Oh yes, 
And we we like are the, the minority, but we are the hardcore the, minority. Like the only way, really, is to like st- it's like to stop going to Raw and SmackDown, and just attend NXT more, right? But if you, if you stop going to SummerSlam and everyone who went to SummerSlam just goes to, to Takeover, that, that would send a huge message, I guess. But not you know that's not gonna happen. Yeah, one su- one canceled subscription is not gonna change anything as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Um, th- there have been studies about this. Nah. The, uh, the numbers in the WWE Network aren't as rosy as they would like you to believe. But even if you pull out, it's not like mawawalan sila talaga. True. Yeah. So the only way, I suppose, is for changing of the guard. You, it's Die, Vince, Die? Again? Yeah, Die, Vince, Die. Absolutely. You see, the, the machine is just too big for anyone to pull out, you know? Unless you pull out Kevin Dunn, Vince. No, I mean for the fans. Yeah, yeah. For, yeah, for us. So it boils down to a waiting game. Yeah, it is just a waiting game. And it's a, it sucks, again, because they do things that we like. Yeah, there, no, there are things that we like. Yeah. They don't... Like, if you were to put it on a percentage, how much of this... How, from the totality of WWE's wrestling, how much of this do they get right? Or are they getting right? As of, as of today, as of recording, how much of this is right in your books? Uh, I think half of it is yeah, right at least. Yeah. I would agree. Half? Oh, yeah. okay. SmackDown is good as a whole in general. As a whole. Uh, especially when they're not um, booking pay per views. TV is really good in SmackDown. No, TV is really good because I think they have more. No, they're, they're they tight. A, they, they, they maximize their, their, their airtime. And their pay per views involved in something? Like yeah, that? pretty much. I think much, that's, uh, that's what's happening there. I was, listening, okay. uh, I was listening to uh, Talk is Jericho yes, last night. I was listening to the Brizongo episode. Oh, okay. Um, they, they tell the story of how Vince pretty much booked their, their, their match Backlash. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember yeah. this. And that gives you an idea now. Okay, Vince is still pretty much doing these things. He, no matter how good SmackDown is, it still goes through him now, after all. Yeah, at some point. Mm. So if you zoom out, it, it also is a very chicken and egg thing. Yep. When you look at it, um, the, the troll booking is a response to us trolling WWE, which is all, which is our response to them not, uh, <laughs> not much frustrating us, not giving us what we want. So it's really a chicken and egg thing. So sino maga adjust kumbaga, diba? Dapat sila. Sino sila? No WWE. But at at the same time, uh, I think fans are way too entitled now. Even though they have oh, the yes. dollar, oh yes, they have the power to you know. Affect business by either going or not going. I, I Wait, bro, are you saying that fans are temperamental brats? Hey! Oh my god! Jesus Christ! I suppose yes. Most of them, yes, especially <laughs> the the neck beards of the of the WWE universe. You know, women and children are so pure. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the video of Roman of people asking fans why they don't like Roman Reigns? And did you see? Did you see yet. Roman's response? No, I haven't. What, what's his response? So I think SI did it. Ah, okay, video. it's an SI video. I, I'm not. I, I can't remember. But Roman quote quote tweeted it and asked and said, "So kids, would you rather be like me or the people in this video?" What? Which kind of makes sense. <laughs> okay. Uh, just s- side note: Have you guys seen the video of John Cena? Oh, yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So, so the cricket wireless video. Cricket wireless oh, video. Yeah. Okay. That's that also gives you an idea of like how how much we're affecting them. Mm. Like just just fan to superstar without the intermediary of the WWE. So there is oh, there is there. an intermediary of the WWE. But where, where, where else do you think people watch Cena? No, no, just you know direct direct. 
Ah, it's a video. Yeah, it's, it's a video. It's ad. Okay. There's, there's still the power. Her, there my power din chan. There's that small smidgen of they rely on us without the filter of the WWE. So there's that. And then on the flip side, you have that video clip of Sasha Banks leaving some hotel or arena and getting yeah. booed by fans because she didn't want to stop the photos. Yeah. Oh. yeah, she was probably getting pizza. She was getting pizza actually, but I her think husband. she was tired yeah. and she yeah. was with her husband. So uh, maybe no, I think both were at fault there. Sasha just talked to them and said, "Oh, I'm tired today. Sorry, guys. Blah, blah, blah. Love you. See yeah." And then show. fans shouldn't have been dicks because you know people are entitled to their private time. Yeah. Uh, it's it's really just self awareness all around, you know. Yeah. Anyway. It's a many edged sword. Yeah, that's actually pretty much it. Self awareness. It all goes back to self awareness. I also think that this thing happens like on a weekly basis. It's just that na highlight this weekend. Oh yeah, yeah. I, no, it, and it's the internet, talaga. And it's also the Brooklyn is a smaller place than you think. No, but people went to Brooklyn for yeah. this. They go to Brooklyn. It's like WrestleMania. They they travel. Mm. Right. And they can do it again next year. So, okay, um, let's, let's try to move past the troll booking and try to talk about the aftermath of the weekend. I say th- there's, uh, there's a lot of shaking up going on. First, you have John Cena moving to Raw, Bobby Roode moving to SmackDown, Shelton Benjamin uh, finally going to SmackDown. Resurfacing. <laughs> Resurfacing. Enzo Mori going to 205 Live. All of these things happening, and you also have the injuries. So you have uh, big cast uh, being out six to nine months. You have Asuka's broken co- uh, collarbone. collarbone. So... Yeah. Where do we start? I think we have to start with Cena because that's still the biggest movie. Cena, yeah, uh, but I did see this coming. Uh, apparently, the rumor the rumor said there was going to be a shakeup, but apparently, Misha, no, yeah, Misha, like formal, formal shakeup. Like yeah. there's no one week window to make moves. Apparently, you just sign Treat whoever you line. want. <laughs> I like it. I yeah. like it. This yeah, way. it does actually. It actually came off really organic, uh, yeah. especially when Brian was explaining how he got Shelton, Yeah. yeah. And he made, and, uh, they made a deal with yeah. one another. It's basically an NBA trade. Yeah. Oh. Na, na may take sa... yeah waivers, waivers. Waiver clearance. Yeah, oh. waiver wire. Oh, kulang no, ticker. Clearance. Clearance, it's not a waiver. It's not a waiver wire pick. Kulang lang yung ticker. Yeah, kulang yung ticker. Oh, okay. Daniel Bryan signs Shelton Benjamin. Or kung may draft pala next year. Oh, Raw uh, gave us a draft pick. So now we get two picks yeah. uh, in, in the top <laughs> tier. Parang ganun. But I'll take it. So Raw signs, oh, not signs, but Raw Cena, acquires John Cena. Not even acquires it, he just goes. Cena goes to Raw. Because he has. He a, does what he wants. He's a free agent and he is free to move at his own volition. So, Whenever on wants. losing Cena, SmackDown gets Shelton and Rude. Hmm. But, but the thing is, does Rude stay face? Yeah, yeah. Why not? Have you seen? Have you heard the way no, he no, reacted? The pop, yes. And even the way he reacted to them, it was so organic. Oh. Yeah. So I, I just think, want, I just want him to stay face. That's the thing. Yeah, he will sense. stay a face. He will stay yeah. a face because there is a dearth of baby faces now that Cena's gone. Yeah, that's true. I so that's Rude a good fills point. in that's that a good role. Point. I, I for, totally forgot to consider that. So what about uh, outside of Nakamura and AJ? Cena, what about top tier baby face? More, I, I, as much as I want to say, Sam. Sammy's like he's five. not in that level. Sammy's not in that level. Um, he's mid. He's mid. He's mid. Right. He's in. The, he's in the mid card at this point. So you need someone who's uh, of a of a bigger stature, and that's the role Bobby Roode fills, especially with Cena on Raw now. So, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. Yeah. Speaking of saying, can we have him and Ty oh, be the SmackDown Seth and Dean? By I, that, I'll, by I'll that, I mean two it. single stars come back together. Canadian, and, the and Canadian, run, and run the tag division. Canadian Shield. Yes, I'll take yeah. it. That's another tag team, baby, a babyface baby tag, tag team that can work. Yeah, I'd buy that way more than Hype Bros. Yeah, buy that way more than Hype Bros. Do you hate the Hype Bros? No, I just don't like Mojo. 
I love Zach. Yeah, I've been a Zach fan Zach since, is so good. Yeah, since like 2011. Yeah, Mojo's been getting better. Yeah, Mojo has been getting better, but he's still pretty annoying. I... Yeah, Zack Ryder pa rin eh. Yeah, Zack Ryder. Siya nagdadala dun eh. And he's getting a Funko Pop! Yay! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want that Funko Pop, for real. I, no, I do want that Funko Pop. Is it really his first? Jesus. Yes! yes. It's his first because Funko no, Pop. Because not everyone has a Funko Pop. Sammy doesn't have a Funko Pop. Uh, Sammy does. KO has one? Yeah, I have the KO one. Ah, uh, fuck. I'm, I'm also gonna get the Jericho and Sasha one soon. Jericho has one, Sasha one. Bailey has one, for fuck's yeah, sake. Yeah, Charlotte doesn't have one for him. Okay. So okay, going back. Uh, so you have all the, all this moving and shaking as a result of uh, the things that happened at SummerSlam. Um, I think we get. Okay, if if you watch NXT this week, Bobby Roode says that he still has unfinished business. So now this actually puts Bobby Roode in a very interesting conundrum because for one, conundrum. he's a he's a conquering hero upon debuting on SmackDown Live, but on NXT he still has the Roderick Strong issue. And Strong is still clearly the baby face in this little feud. Well, yeah, so yeah. I haven't seen any rumors actually of whether Bobby's gonna finish up his. Um, Pardon that last date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever loose ends he still has. Roderick Strong for one. Sasha uh, did this, I remember yeah, when she got Sasha called up. Yes, yeah, she did, yes, yeah. She stayed until October. Mm. So she got called up in July and stayed until October, unlike Becky and Charlotte. He's trying to him mm-hmm. for one. Yes. Yes, that, that was like the. But I don't know. Bobby, that was after she Bobby, lost. Yeah, that was after, after she lost. I'm trying to remember. Um, does Bobby get a rematch? But no. Yeah, yeah, he does. He should. He, he totally should. should. He's invoking it. He mentioned it on NXT this week. Okay. So di pa sa tapos. Yes. So he he still faces oh, Roderick he's Strong. Doing double duty, Jesus Christ. And then he's gonna do uh, some tape with Drew McIntyre. So schedule wise, I don't think it should be too heavy on Bobby Roode because that's like what one or two tapings. Mm-hmm. I guess. Depending where they have the rematches. Eh? But but character wise, dun ako nagaalangan eh. Kasi inga, how can you be a conquering hero on one show and the biggest douchebag on the it's other? Triple H problem. So I guess WWE is just assuming that uh, whoever watched SmackDown doesn't really watch NXT, but that doesn't make sense because Bobby Roode has such a huge pop. Yes. Everyone was singing a song. And you can't know that if you haven't been watching NXT yeah. because he's been it's exclusive. So it there. is really the Triple H problem. Right. Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you're 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 uh, one alignment here, another alignment in the other. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that's the biggest question surrounding Bobby Roode. With Cena though on Raw, because I read I read the grapevine this morning, mm-hmm. and and uh, you said that um, it is still good for Raw because you have all these fresh matchups, yep. particularly the Cena Reigns rivalry that they they're trying to build up as early as this mm. week. Um, I actually see this as if you remember when Cena first moved to Raw in 05, Remember how fresh it was to see. John Cena versus Chris Jericho versus Christian. Uh. Uh. So um, we, we don't talk a lot about that feud anymore because it's not like it was particularly memorable. But to me, the freshness rating on that... Yeah, the fact that it was there. Cool. Oh, shit. Uh, Cena has just finished feeding with everyone SmackDown. Now there's a whole bunch of people on Raw. We're getting that 12 years later uh. again. Uh. And we never got Cena Reigns before. Yeah, never. Mm. Not even when the brands were unified. Yeah, they never... In- touched. They never touched. Mm. So... I think this is a very interesting scenario given uh, they're both polarizing. Mm. They're True. both not smart friendly. Mm-hmm. Right? But I think if the smarts had, had a gun to their head or we had guns to our head, I'd pr- probably pick Cena. Oh, Cena. Oh. Actually, I wanted them as, as soon as I saw the Cena Reigns interaction on Raw. I wanted them to immediately push Reigns as the heel here. Because there's no other way. Yeah, because Cena... Cena, for all intents and purposes, is going to be faced no matter where he goes at this point in his career. Yeah, and kinukupal din ni, ni Roman, Roman yung, yung, ano. Everybody. Um, to, to, to borrow from Nicole's Raw column this week, 
Cena's mantra is never give up and Roman Reigns' is, is it's my yard. Hmm. Like, what the fuck? Right? Uh, I mean, I, I get the Roman's target as like the, the, the women and the children and all that, but when all you have to say is woof, woof, it's my yard, there's really not much to go off on. Now that we got Cena out of the way and, you know, we, we are legitimately excited for him on Raw. Cena Joe. Yeah, Cena Joe. That You know what? I was excited for that when they crossed paths in that tag team match, uh-huh. given their history. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's, there's so much potential to say for Cena at this point. Uh, just no, for anyone. For anyone, yeah. Uh-huh. Now that Cena's in the picture. But yeah. also consider the fact that Cena is contending for the, for the lead role in the Knight Rider franchise. <laughs> That's why he's a free agent. <laughs> he, he, he can't. I don't think he's going to get that. Depend. I wouldn't be surprised if he does. For one, uh, The Rock and Batista are the blueprints now. Mm. Actually, yes. Yeah, okay, fine. They're the transcendent stars. And like, if you're a wrestler, if you're not aspiring to be Dwayne one day, then you're also in the wrong business. Batista is like, better than Dwayne at this point. Yeah, yeah. Because it's more projects than Batista. Well, true. Well, true. He's actually transcended the wrestler type. Because Dwayne still looks like a fucking wrestler. Right. Whatever right. he does, he still looks like a wrestler. Batista can be a spy. Yeah. Batista, Alien. No, Batista did really good in... Spectre? Was that Spectre? Spectre. Spectre. Yes, yeah. Spectre was so good and then he, did, yeah, he, he had, he had one like word. one line. No, one word. Shit. <laughs> that was it. And then he died. Mm. So, he um, okay, so y- you have that and then you have Seamus. Mm. Uh, the reason why he and Cesaro lost the tag team titles in the first place is he's off now filming the Josh the Milk project. Mm-hmm. I, I still forget what that is. Huh? He was still on Raw, though. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. He was watching backstage. All right. See, I, this is very forgettable. Have we mentioned how awkward it's always been? The oh. angle oh. it's, it's a meme. It's a meme now. Yeah, it is. No problem. There's a meme where people are looking on a no, monitor. No, it's, it's a no. It's a never-ending loop of people watching the monitor. <laughs> <laughs> mm. You know what? Uh, when, when we get to APCC this weekend, oh. the, there will be trons and screens. Yeah. Can we like watch from an angle? It's the wrestling way. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like if people <laughs> ask us why we're watching the screen from this angle, it's thinking, wrestling. Like, this is how we've been taught from watching WWE all these years. All right. So, okay. Uh, Cena down, uh, Rude down. How about Shelton and, and uh, Enzo? Well, let's start with Sheldon. Sheldon... Who looks very young for 42. Still can't talk for shit. 42 years old. Yeah, you know, someone who said that. You know, he doesn't... He didn't rack up too many miles in Japan, did he? Oh, he didn't? He, no, no, not too many. He, he was just there for He was Suzuki there Gun. for Suzuki-gun for a while. But it wasn't, you know, it wasn't the way that the Will Ospreys and Ricochets of the world go with. The biggest criticism against Shelton being paired up with Chad Gable now is that they were just beginning to give Chad Gable a singles run, and now he's being saddled with ta- with a tag team gimmick again. I don't think it's well saddled is again that's the, the, the criticism. Yeah, criticism. Uh, it's I I don't mind. I don't mind because it's it allows him. They let him. They let him try the waters. That's all well and good. And then they can go back to that shtick every now and then, but. Keeping him as tag team guy is the safest. No, it's not. It's sayang, then actually. Sayang, but it's the safe part. It's the safest route to go. Right. Why? Now. Only because there isn't much space for a singles guy. Yes, that's it. Pero... And because SmackDown only has two hours of programming, mm. so that's it, really. Yeah, but when you take a look at it, I think the better play was still to have Chad be a singles. Yeah, guy. me too. Mm-hmm. No, that's the best. If they had to have Shelton, with especially him, they, the because they needed you know, they needed babyface. They do. Yeah. They so, do. Yeah, so 
now yung basa ko dun is Chad is this over-ecstatic uh, young rookie trying to get the yeah. the uh, approval of the vet. It's kind of like Cody and Hardcore Holly except happier. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Yeah. And Sheldon still can't talk for shit so parang it's, so yeah, he's got it worse. From the from that from one backstage seminar. So parang bulun niya. Wala ko niya. Yeah, dude. Uh, so That's why Charlie Haas did all the talking in ROH. True. So, well, I was gonna say parang the floor the floor of this tag team is not terrible. Of course. The floor of the th- the floor isn't so bad. The ceiling is when they break up and they have a feud against each other. Actually, parang I think Shelton should just be you know, like the NXT mentor to Chad's rookie. Ah, in a like, non-active role. No, essentially, he, the, the mentor still wrestled. Mm, yeah, again, it's it's hardcore Holly and Cody. Yeah, from two thousand seven. Um, how about Enzo going to 205 Live? We, I think, uh, like we haven't, we weren't the first to bring it up as a possibility, yeah. And we weren't the first to say that it's probably a good idea. The to funny, do so. the funny thing was that before that happened, people were telling, or people were saying that Enzo should go to the cruiserweight division. Now that it's happened, people don't know what to do. Yeah, because I guess for one thing, uh, when they were claiming Enzo should go, me good heat was Enzo. Mm-mm. Now it's just. Oh God! Why? Uh, God, why? Yeah, and yeah. Then, actually, and then not just that, he's inserting himself straight into the main event. Yeah. Well, I guess it's only you know, it's only kind of apropos because that's what Neville did. But at least two or five live makes him earn it. Like Neville earned it. Yeah. Neville, no, Neville earned it in a big way. So, and even the way Neville reacted, he didn't immediately look at Enzo as a target. He condescended like, towards. He's like, the fuck you doing, you oh. little Smurf. <laughs> you little smurf what are you doing in this so in a way it kind of makes sense it's very reflective of how different the landscape is I'm like yeah. you said Ro I don't know how to feel about it because I've lost um, I, I've lost my I, I've surrendered my Enzo oh, everyone, I think I, I think everyone surrounded the Enzo card because yeah, surrendered the Enzo card because they both guys have just lost so much goodwill all goodwill. All goodwill, yeah. Both in the meta narrative and in, in real the, the in ring narrative. But what does it say about the cruiserweight division now? Okay, Enzo can't mm. quite hack it outside of the cruiserweights, about. So he goes down to 205 Live. And then, well, he did need work. Arya Devari can give him work. No, but you know, what is the perception here? The perception uh, is that the cruiserweights are still second class citizens. Yeah, so this is, this is Enzo in exile. Mm. Enzo to Essos, essentially. I guess, yeah. Sadly. Like, if it's a reflection of his standing in the company, he's got heat, so this we're going to take you off of the main storyline. More meta narrative. Take you out of the heavies, put you uh, in the cruiserweight division, uh, where, you know, you can fuck around with the Grand Metaliques of the world. Mm. I don't think he can hold the candle to Grand Metaliques. No, of course not. He will run circles around like him. on the level of the Noam Dars and the Arya Davaris. Uh, I'm, yeah, yeah the, the more I think about it, the more I'm slightly disappointed. Um, th- there is the positive that you know this is a big name. This is someone who is universally recognized. Oh, oh, so you have that, that level of star power. But yeah, it's th- it's that guy. It's like saying that hey, you know, uh, Gilas Pilipinas, you can't have LeBron James as a naturalized citizen, but you get Dion Waiters. <laughs> Dion Waiters. So it's not like uh, oh, cool, uh, Dion Waiters. Great. No, it's not, no, it's not even Dion Waiters. Like and. Uh, who who's a backup player? Who's a backup player everyone hates? Uh, well, J.R. Smith is very hateable. No, but legit hates. Um, no. Dolly Vadova? 
Yeah, I like oh, no, I Delhi, like Delhi. Delhi has, Delhi <laughs> he has, has a fan some, club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zaza Pachulia. Yeah, I, yeah. Zaza Pachulia. Pachulia. The West Finals. Yeah, Zaza Pachulia. Uh, yeah, we get Zaza Pachulia, but nobody fucking likes Zaza Pachulia. Or nobody cares for him. So, yeah, so so that that's kind of where we're at right now. Um, which is a shame because 205 Live has also been improving. Like we've said that, what, last month or two months ago? But right now, I'm beginning to get back into it again. Yeah. Like, I'm loving the Tony Nese gimmick. I'm oh. loving the tag team matches. I'm loving Grand Metalik finally having a place. Ah, Metalik flying. Angry Jack is fun Jack. Yeah. Angry Jack is better Jack. It is true. Yeah. Um, have you noticed now Brian Kendrick looks way more ripped now than when he returned last year? Yeah. Well, he's ripped. He's more. He's, he's bigger. Yeah. I actually noticed that he was bigger, but not ripped. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't skinny. He has a paycheck again. Yeah, but he looks much better. Like he he looks less like a hobo, which is funny because uh, I I learned that he smokes pala. So like, mas bagay like you look last year, like given his mm-hmm. habits and everything. Yes, he and well last week he was uh, losing sleep because of you know Angry Jack. Right. Yeah. Yeah. In bayan, you may oh no, that was Neville with yeah, the Neville mascara thing. Bags, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking eyeshadow. Right. Right. Right, so I, I guess all of this is to say that 205 Live is worth looking at um, now yeah. more than ever. Mm. Just because, because of the Enzo factor and because all of these guys are getting a, a new lease on life, so to speak. It's really just a shame that it's still a product that's considered part of the main roster because at this point, when you're part of the main roster but like that, you're still second-class citizens. If, I guess if it were just a supplementary product on the network, like how kind of NXT is, it would it would be uh, received better and it would have better perception. Let me digress for a bit, and this is gonna go back to two hundred five live. Um, I was watching the Daredevil episode last night where uh, he he meets the Punisher and the uh, Punisher shackles wow. him towards you're, you're the end. Fast, yeah. Wow. So the Punisher shackles him to that brick wall. Yeah, yeah. And then the Punisher tell, tells Daredevil, "You're one bad day away from being me." That's true. I right? remember this. It's, an, mm. it's a good episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I I loved the in, in debate done now. 205 Live is like one uh, it, it's one bad episode away from like really being part of the main roster fabric what am I trying to say here I just want an episode where say Braun Strowman comes in and demolishes everyone ah okay. uh, you need that crossover yes okay you need the crossover episode to happen for them to be integrated into the main fabric of again, the main roster legit. again true like if The Undertaker was around if you just wanted to fuck with people, just send him down there and like kill every cruiserweight. No, I think no. I don't think they should be killing every cruiserweight. I think someone big should go down there and have the cruiserweights kill them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know. So, you know. So let's say Cass, John Strowman. Send Cass. <laughs> or, or Big Cass. So let's say let's say Cass. Big Cass. Well, no, not healthy. Cass. Come on. No, no. Okay, someone assume, older. Assume I, okay, Big like, Show. Yeah. Okay. Fuck Big Show. No, Big Show. Would do or that. or Mark Henry. Let's assume whichever big guy comes down Corbin. and destroys Corbin. Okay, yeah, say, Corbin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Corbin. So Saint Baron Corbin goes down and beats up both Cedric Alexander and Tony Nese while they're having a singles match, right? Okay. So now, now, now he's like uh, trying to say, "Now I'm way better than all you little guys. Fuck you all. Go back to ROH." And now every cruiserweight, <laughs> like the next SmackDown that Baron Corbin yeah. appears in, bago pa siya, bago pa si niya, all the cruiserweights just ambush the fuck out of him, and you have a storyline. It's Corbin against the cruiserweights. Yeah. I would I'd buy, buy that. that. I'd yeah. buy that. I'd I would buy, buy that. that. Book it, WWE. One bad day. <laughs> 205 Live is one bad day away from being part of the main fabric. Just make it happen, WWE. Actually, that might even be a good day for them. For us, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, for us. Right. Um, well, Cass had a bad day on Raw this week. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. 
And it had to be it had to be against Enzo, de ba? Was it against Enzo? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, Brooklyn Street well. Fight. Brooklyn Street yeah, Fight against Enzo. There. No, I think he just pulled it. It happens. I actually skipped the match, <laughs> so I didn't know he got injured until the article came out. <laughs> So, uh, That's no, how terrible it is. It's easy to say that it's karma for whatever, for being a Trump supporter or whatever, whatever. But when you see how he broke down as he After, was being yeah. carried, uh, escorted out of the That's ring. That's real. That is sad. And I, I, feel, I feel bad for the guy. I mean, it's all about injury. Yeah, and we have a friend who has a knee injury. Two friends, actually. Yeah. Yep. So I, I, despite your politics, uh, Big Cass, I wish you get better. Yeah. So... Um, if if he comes or when he comes back, is he a baby face again? Uh, possibly. Depends, yeah, possibly. Possibly. Depends, eh? because I, uh, that injury might have saved him. Yes. To be honest with you. Yeah, because this heel run has been going nowhere. Oh. Well, mostly because the opponents have been not much, and because the turn onward was just executed so poorly. There, there was the intrigue when they were being attacked. Kalama, it was the revival. Oh. I, no. I like that pay. When they were all go- they were going all pretty little liars with all that shit, but when the reveal happened and then turned to place, things just you know went south from there. Um, I I do hope though that uh, still staying on injuries that Asuka's injury doesn't really take the title off of her. Ah, there is the issue there because if she six to six to eight weeks is how many tapings? It's about two. Uh, two tapings, yeah, yeah, down, two, no? tapings yeah. two, two sets of tapings So that's a full That's almost a full story arc They have to give the girls Something to do yan lang yan, Why eh? not have the other girls Yeah Get into a little tournament To determine the number one contender Yeah Isn't that have the Mayhem Classic? Watch... Ah. No, no, no Yeah Oh man That's the problem And Any official prize In Mayhem Classic See I don't want to go to Wikipedia <laughs> Because I'm not if sure. any of us goes to Wikipedia, we might inadvertently Spoilers. get spoiled. Yeah, no, I think Monday para mancha. Yeah, I think if if it is a shot, no, but no, does does bracketology not say anything? No, well, no, well I haven't finished. I haven't it. finished it also. So, by we didn't know what the cruiserweight classic prize was. Yeah, until, until like the the third week. Uh, I think the only thing oh. we're sure of at this point is that Kyrie beats Tessa. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's quite <laughs> obvious. Yes, considering that she's also you know she's down in Florida, pa. Yeah, she's done Florida with Ricochet. Yeah. yeah. So Kyrie beats Tessa in the first round, and then you have the other 15 matchups to worry about. So I think, uh, no, it's still easy to have two tapings worth of tournament, and then whoever wins that tournament on NXT Mismo gets the number one contender. And whoever wins May Young Classic so May Young gets Classic, the next shot. May Young Classic is starts on Monday. Yeah, they can't weave it in, no? Hmm? No, because if the Mae Young Classic is booked like the Cruiserweight Classic, yeah. it will hit its finale by end of November. Ah, or mid-November. Which would line up with her return, more or less. Yes. Okay. I'll buy it. I'll buy it. I just hope that they don't take the title off for because... I don't think they can. Yeah. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Yeah, it's not streak, worth it. It's, it's like you pause the streak a bit, you extend it, what four six weeks without defense? But then again, you—if she does lose the title, if she has to vacate it, it's very poetic. It. it is. She loses it without losing. Yeah. yeah. Now, um, so, somebody mentioned this online. Like Only the, Asuka could stop Asuka. That was me. Okay. And Ralph. And Ralph. Damn it, Ralph. I suppose. Yeah. But anyway, uh, it's Damn also it possible she vacates the championship and then uh, gets called on up. NXT. No, not yeah. called up yet. No. Tournament on NXT. Uh, for the actual championship. Then Mae Young Classic for the shot at the new champion. 
And then uh, after that's all finished, Asuka comes back, conquering hero. Yeah. And, and takes it back. And takes it back, for sure. That'd be fine. Or loses, even. Yeah. And then First the boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. That would be poetic. I, I would like to see Kyrie versus Asuka. Actually, yeah. we've. I think that idea has been floated around. Parang two of the best women. Joshis, yeah. Joshis. Like, I was going to get to that. But they are... That is a matchup that I would like to see. In a so, WWE ring. So if you're not familiar with all 32 names in the Mayon Classic, we're actually coming out with a little uh, a little primer mm-hmm. on smartkenny.ph. So we've enlisted the help of our Mayon Classic writers. They're all women, by the way, to you know fit in with the theme. You have uh, the first women's referee. You have a female commentator. So we've got female writers as well from Smart Kenny pitching in for for your Mayon Classic coverage. Now, um, what if the Mayon Classic's end game? Gets booked very similarly like the Cruiserweight Classics endgame. Which is no, no, someone different wins it? Yes. Because we thought it would either be ZSJ or Kota Ibushi. And then we get TJP. So, Which who works? is your dark horse? No, yeah, yeah it, yeah. it works in the long run. And we loved it when it happened for obvious reasons. But looking at this field of 32, who is your dark horse pick if it's not Kyrie? <sighs> Blazer. Hmm? Blazer. Shayna Baszler. 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 Yeah, she's not Baszler. from Portland. Sorry. Comes. Sorry. Hmm. Shayna. Shayna's mine. Candice? Candice. How about yeah, Serena? Candice is in there. That's Serena. Serena is the Brian Ken- the token Brian Kendrick. Fuck. I was hoping yeah. it was her. Dark Horse either Candice, Candice or Mia. But Candice needs to sign. Or Mia. I don't think Mia's gonna make it past semis. Wait, Mia's bracket is in a Sarah Logan and Zayda. Yeah. And oh, no, she's got Shayna in her bracket. She's got Shayna. Yeah. Si Kyrie na sa taas, upper left. Yeah, upper. No, upper right. Ay, uh, upper, upper right. right. Upper left to si Candice. Yes, upper left to si Candice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Candice, Candice has a good chance and considering that, well, I, I think with her, a deal is on the table din eh. Puede. Especially with Gargano. Especially yeah. with Gargano. Yeah, because yeah. she's Mrs. Johnny Wrestling. She's Mrs. Wrestling. She's not <laughs> Mrs. Johnny Wrestling. She's yeah. Mrs. Wrestling. That's how it works. Mm. Wait, yeah. So I'm I'm actually trying to find the the, the bracket. That's the website. I don't want to go to the website. Why not? It, it takes a while to load, dude. There. Instagram. Okay, and so it's pretty small, but like zoom. Enhance. No, that that's that's pretty much it. So, uh, the upper left bracket. Jazzy Gabbert, Rachel Evers, uh, Kimberly is there. Kimberly. No. Very very dark horse. If you want a dark horse, it. Uh, Princessa Suhey could be their Grand Metalik. Oh, but... Uh, <laughs> who's coming out of Serena's bracket? Feeling is Serena. I think... Lacey's the only other girl I recognize. and No, not Serena. Santana Garrett. I doubt. Tony Storm? No. No. Uh, well... Puede. Puede. Within, no, within the realm of possibility. Yeah. I think it was Brandon. Find a better bracket. I, 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 Wait, here, I'm... Is this it? Damn it, it's small also. It's That is it, that is here. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's the same one. Alright, let's do this one by one. Upper left quadrant. You have Jazzy Gabbert, the alpha female, versus Abby Leith. That's Kimberly, Kimberly from the Indies, by the way. Yes. Yeah, I think it's Jazzy. No, I think it's Kimberly. Kimberly? Yeah. Ah, yeah yes. it, it, if we're going to follow Cruiserweight Classic booking, the popular ones always went over the first round. 
But isn't doesn't Jazzy have like this hype? No, no she, she has hype. She's she's alpha female. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, but I think it's yeah. Kimberly makes it because she is signed. So Rachel Evers versus Marty Bell. I have no idea who Marty. Marty Bell, Bell is. I think, would take this. Not but I don't know. Not Rachel Evers. Yeah, that's a tough. Choice. I think it's Rachel Evers. It's also like possible. Bracketology, yeah. Because yeah, you're yeah. killing Blanchard. Predictions. On one end, you're killing Tessa. Oh, yeah. So I think you put Rachel Evers here. But okay, fine. Just okay. because her daddy's on a on NXT. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Obviously, Princess Ray is winning. Yeah. Against Kaylee Ray. Yeah. Mercedes over Z. Mercedes over C. Right, so that takes care of your upper half. Uh, who advances though? Uh, Abby Lath and Rachel Evers, and then Princessa and Mercedes. Uh, I would say Abby goes to the. Abby goes to the. It's past second the round. Third round. And then depends depends who she's up against in the third. Princessa and Mercedes. It's Princessa. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Princessa. Okay. And then who who moves on to Princessa upsets Abby Lath? No. Yeah. 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 Come on, it's fine. Okay, so she, that's, she, that's fine. That's yeah, fine. Semi, semi, semi. Semi, semi. Okay. All right. So you you go down to your lower left bracket. Uh, Nicole Savoy and Reina Gonzalez. No idea. Reina probably. Renee Michelle and Candice. It's Candice, Candice for sure. Sarah Logan and Mia Yim. It's Mia. Sarah Logan. Yeah, that is Mia. a tough choice. Actually. Sarah Logan. I'm gonna go with Mia as well. Mia then on. Sarah Logan has more ups. Obviously, Zayda's jobbing to Shayna Baz- Baszler. Yeah. Yes. So this is an interesting second round then. Uh, Mia and Shayna. Shayna. Shayna, Shayna. Shayna. And then Candice and whoever. Candice Perrin. Candice. Candice. So it's Candice versus Shayna. I think it's Candice now. Candice. Are you sure? Yes. Candice. Would, would they sacrifice the big name? Yes. Yes. At that No, because if she makes it to that round and goes down against somebody of that caliber. Yeah. That's the respect booking. Eh? It's a bug, eh? That's the respect booking. So you get Candice with reservations. Candice with reservations. Man, the seating sucks. Wait, so, okay, so uh, two of your final four, based on our version of Bracketologies, Abby Lath and Candice LeRae. Mm. On the right side, okay, Kyrie goes over Tessa. Sage Beckett and Bianca Belair. I think Bianca's going Bianca. over. Bianca because they made the effort. Uh, yeah, and she signed. She signed one. also. Dakota Kai versus Kavita Devi. Dakota Kai. Dakota Kai. Uh. And Rhea Ripley and Miranda Salinas. Not familiar with either. Miranda Salinas sounds like a porn star name. Uh. I think because there's a porn star whose last name is Salinas, but whatever. Um, I, I don't know they didn't know that women. probably Rhea Ripley I don't know Rhea Ripley but Dakota Kai would advance from that match how about we skip way. all of that and just say Kyrie makes it to the final four yup yeah pretty much yeah. <laughs> that's easy alright so that's easy now your your bottom right bracket Serena D versus Vanessa Bourne Serena, Serena for Serena. sure Santana Garrett and Piper Niven Santana think... Santana no way Santana she's the bigger name nobody is not putting Santana over uh, Tanara okay. Conti versus Lacey Evans. Lacey, Lacey, Lacey sure. yeah, Lacey to. And then Aisha Raymond versus Tony, Tony Storm. All right, so your second round is uh, Serena versus Santana Garrett. Santana Nan. That's yeah. where. That's where Serena. That's goes where Serena down. takes the Kendrick loss. Pwede. Aga. Yeah. Yeah. Kendrick makes Ken- it to the third no, round. No, Kendrick did not no, make Kendrick it to the third round. Kendrick made it to the third round. He totally made it. Actually, round. beat Noam. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah, he beat he Noam. Noam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you made it. To yeah, the it's fine. fine. I, w- I would put Santana over Serena. So Santana makes it to your uh, final two in this bracket, and then Lacey versus Tony Storm. Hmm. Huh. To- Tony. Uh, Lacey, Lacey, Tony. Lacey, Lacey. Oh, Tony. Lacey. I think it's Tony Storm. Okay, so okay. Tony. All right. So uh, okay. So your final two is Santana Garrett and Tony Storm. Santana. Santana. So that means Santana versus Kyrie. Yeah, it's but Santana Kyrie's over Kyrie. here anyway. Yeah, yeah, Kyrie's making it to the finals versus either Abby Lay or unless Candace they do Dakota again. But why would you? Since why she would signed. you do that? She she signed. It is predestined. 
I Why are you working house shows for God's although, sake? Although DJ has come out on record to say that he only got signed after he won. Yeah. Hmm. Kyrie. I would still put my money on Kyrie Sane. Yeah, sure. Is it Sane or Sane? Sane. 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 Right, so uh, that's see, she's on the front. Yeah, that's she's the our girl yeah. on the thing. She's a fucking pirate. Yeah, pirate, pirate fucking princess. princess, queen or queen, princess, 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 princess. I am. No, she's really a pirate no, she's princess. Pirate princess. I'm pretty sure they said queen. No, no, no they've been referred to as pirate princess. Fine, but so the Luna princess is a May Young classic, yeah, I guess. Uh, princess Kimberly. <laughs> no, Camus. This is Suhei. Oh, it's Suhei. Yes, yes. Oh. not such hit. No, I, I never said such hit. Such <laughs> hit. Such <Suj> night. <laughs> like such <Suj> night. night. <laughs> Fuck that shit. All right. So, anything else that we have to talk about? Like, is there anything that we have to do a deep dive on card wise? No, no, no. Uh, no, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, so before we wrap it up with our picks of the week we gotta remind you about our upcoming events I wish we had that Colt Cabana plug that, that was really mm. good yeah. uh, so our mm. upcoming events uh, so we got APCC that's happening tomorrow so by the time you listen Starts to this tomorrow. it'll be later so we got the PHX Championship Tournament it starts Friday afternoon at 2pm and goes all the way down to Sunday night 6pm so it's all at the SMX Convention Center Whew. um we at SmartKenny.ph have selected the winner for our three-day pass. So the yeah. lucky three-day pass winner gets to see all the matches in all their glory. And you're not just getting the PHX Championship Tournament. You're also getting some six-man, some eight-mans, a couple of PWR Championship matches. So Billy, uh, Billy Swade did some defenses in his a. agenda. And you also have the YOLO Twins defending their PWR Tag Team Championships. So it's a really stacked weekend. You can say that we're pretty much doing two separate shows on two separate weekends because come September 3 we're doing so good oh, there are four Jesus. days of wrestling in two weeks guys yep. yeah let that sink in and we get DDT back so watch out for that on the Kalu show Today, episode today, 4 yeah, is yeah, up yeah, episode yeah. 4 is up you'll never guess where they find him can, can we just mention how episode 3 actually features Chris Wolf in it yeah yeah because I thanks don't think to, they, thanks to our thanks to our I know our foreign correspondent Hardcam. <laughs> yeah, because I don't think there there's been enough hype about it. I mean, you know, it, 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 she wasn't really Chris made a big Wolf. deal. No, because not, not everyone Wolf knows who Chris Wolf is, yeah. guys. Anyone? If Chris Wolf if Chris Wolf was in the May Young Classic, then people would be making a big deal about yep, the Carlo show. Much. But because it's just the hunt for TDT for the past two episodes, eh. So there, just watch out for her in episode 3. She's very sabaw, obviously drunk, uh, while, while it was being recorded. Thank you, hard come. And then episode 4, you've got uh, them finding TDT. Uh, what else, what else? Oh, NWF happening September 16. We, uh, we gave them a shout-out at the viewing party. They uh, seem to like that. So uh, thanks for coming, guys. And As long as MCS doesn't you know, cease operations before then. Yeah. I don't think it's Sunbar it's, property. It's not under Sunbar, but... There are rumors swirling. Oh, yeah, it's a shit show. <laughs> it's a shit hole. Yeah, actually. I mean, you know, MCS can be so much better. Yep. All right, so uh, that takes care of our plugs. Uh, do stick around for... Uh, I mean, do follow us on Twitter and let us know what you think about the stuff we've talked about. about. Of the week. 
over the last hour. Big Yeah, I'm just getting all the plugs out of the way. So at the SUB Podcast, at Rosevar, at Caveman Camus, at underscore Stan C for everything. Uh, the Curious Cats are still active, by the way. So if you want to send us questions about whatever, uh, do send them over hey. there. And now we end the podcast with our picks of the week. So, uh, you know, fine. I can go first. I will pick the NXT Tag Team Championship match between Sanity oh and Authors of Pain. I really love that because I never thought I would buy in to face Sanity. And I thought, nah, while it was confusing for the live audience who didn't have the commentators to explain, uh, Eric Young, uh, nah, Killian Dane never got in the ring. So technically, he could sub out for Eric Young. <laughs> Before the match Before started. The match Before starts. the match started, yeah. Uh, I, I thought, nah. It was a great way of finally making sense of the fact that the authors of pain were big bruisers and wouldn't really make such believable baby faces even though Sanity had the numbers. True. That being said, um, if you're not a fan of Alexander Wolf yet, go watch the match. Oh my Guys, god. Guys, uh, start sorry. making NXT has to make Nikki Cross defend the championship. At this yes, point. Yes, 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 yes. At this point. I need that to happen too. Apparently, I know. Freebird rules, tapos siya papaso. It would be the most unpredictable one because in the new day, about but so the permutations are very limited. Uh-huh. But when you have a four-man lineup, insanity. Four-man and then five-man when what's his name gets back? No, he's not. He's not no, joining. He's not. Okay. He's already back. He's not rejoining. Aww. In fact, he's in two K eighteen. Oh, as Aww. part of sanity. Okay. So imagine that, but you have a four-man faction insanity, and in any tag team match, you literally can never predict who they're gonna put out. That'd be so much fun. <laughs> yeah. Imagine Nikki Cross and uh, Killian Dane. Mm. Super, super speed lineup Nikki Cross and Eric Young yeah <laughs> in a small ball lineup nila. small ball hindi na, hindi na speed ball and then small their wing ball. lineup is Eric Young and Alexander Wolf <laughs> that's, which is what, what we got which is what yeah. we got which I love by it's the way so I much really fun. loved it um, and, and of course he had the debut of Red Dragon hmm. <sighs> which leads a team of honor and uh, you know Ooh, wait. Uh, how... let's get to that let's get to that yeah, my sure. pick of the week is Bobby Roode Bobby Roode's championship loss. Yeah, it's actually a good, good match. It's a good match. It's a good match. But Adam Cole at the end. Adam Cole and the baby makes, makes this thing so much better. Because for as much as it's nice to see that that, that arc, that 3MB arc end with this one, I'm just like, Adam Cole challenging. He's straight, you know, straight to the main event. He can be face of NXT. Apparently, he can take that mantle that that Finn had, Sami sort of had, KO had. He slots into that. That's his star-making moment. I have two questions, though, um, yes. since we're talking about Adam Cole. The first yes. is, how do you feel about Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly having their blood feud? And then now, NXT is still It's oh, fine. You know, they're, they're friends again. It's fine, eh? because that's it's, a complete, that's a blood feud somewhere else. ROH. Yeah. They were tag team partners for a while. Yeah, yeah. People who watch NXT, or I guess people who watch WWE, most of them don't know that. Yeah. Okay, second question is, what do you think about the narrative of Adam Cole and Red Dragon going up against Drew McIntyre, who's essentially a WWE guy? Oh. Think about the meta-narrative here. Now, you have these indie... And then you have Drew, who's a WWE guy. But Drew made his bones in, in the indie scene. Yeah. This Drew point. became a bona fide star. Uh, this second run is him doing things elsewhere. Yeah. But also, uh, I think the meta narrative is also going to be the narrative soon. I think that's the story they're going to run with. Nah, we were from other places, and now we are sticking together. Yeah. 
Because you, it's, you, yeah. you can flesh it out by saying that NXT was supposed to be the land of these people from outside. Uh-huh. Like trying to find their way in. Parang, Ikaw, Drew, you don't belong here because you had your shot. And like, you know, you're not one of us. Oh, you don't, you don't share the same DNA. Mm. So, parang, so who's the real face here? Who's the real heel here? You get what I mean? I see what you mean. All the, all the homegrown PC talent are the faces here. No, no, there are a lot of them. Yeah, there are a lot of them. No, there are a lot of them. You don't know who they are. The Street Profits. Wolf uh, is. Alexander Wolf is. Wolf came from the German indie scene. Yeah. Came from WXW. Shit, yeah, no. I would still consider Wolf a homegrown talent. Yeah, Uh, Lars Sullivan. Lars Sullivan. No way, Jose. 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 Uh, Leo Gao and Bin Wang. Bin Wang. Or Tian Bin as he goes. As he goes yeah. back. Anyway, yeah. yeah but I'll find my pick of the week now. Okay, go now. Alright, since you guys picked the NXT matches, actually, it's, there's a huge case to be made for uh, Almas versus Gargano and yes. Black versus Tommy. But yes. I will pick the Raw Tag Team Championship match. Which was excellent. Huh? Which was excellent. Yes. Uh, to be fair, it was the first time I marked out that morning. Uh, you know, it's kind of sleepy, and you're yeah. running on a few hours of sleep. And I fell asleep and, through, you know, through some parts. And then you get the fist bumps. Mm. Yeah. And then you. I mean, they just went all out. Yeah. All the fuck. Balls. Out. That finish, the wall. though. That uh, finish. People like to say that Dean Ambrose is complacent, but the thing is, I think they're just tired of him doing the same moves. No, they're just tired of him being being no. Seagull's guy. Also. No, they're tired of him doing the same moves. But he's always there. He's always. Uh, He's in every spot. He's doing everything right. He's just not doing anything new. That's the problem people have with Dean. And Aren't John Cena. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. And now he is one of... He, of all the guys in the Shield, he's the only one who's a Grand Slam champion. But he's, a, he's fucking reliable. Like uh, He's a good hand. He's a workhorse. He's a hand. But the, 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 the critique, the criticism that he doesn't do anything new is just really entitlement. Which I will, ag- I will admit I had the same uh, for Roman Reigns. Can we can we just point out that apart from all of the picks that we've had, it's the first time that since we're talking about Dean, it's the first time this week that his rebound clothesline gets countered into something significant. Yeah. Dapat lang, no? On the road. Kinda, about damn time. Yeah. About damn time. Sorry thank you. We haven't even mentioned AJKO at SummerSlam, which is also really which good. Which is good, but but what could be but, but within within the weekend. Yeah, it did yeah, stand out. So there were, there were a lot of good matches, and it came it was, on after the Raw Tag Team Championship match. It was, it's good, but um, no, it's good. No, period. It's good. It's good. One last note on Dean. Consider that you were talking about him being a workhorse and being reliable. Uh-huh. This is how reliable he is. He hasn't been injured. True. True. Seth and Roman. Oh, have knock been. on wood. You know. So um, knock on wood. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that brings us to the end of this week's podcast. We are super excited for this weekend because APCC is bound to be really fun. I'm going to lose so much money on merch. If you guys want to challenge anybody from PWR to, say, a round of NBA 2K, I think I know Playbook will probably be there again. Or Uh, WWE 2K. Yeah, yeah. Look for us. Look for us backstage. Call any one of us out. We will be game. I will be game. Anyone out? The Iron Ref challenged me last year Uh to NBA 2K. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so, so Sunday. Uh, yes, yes. So he challenged me and said, "Now nah, you pick any team, I'll take you on with my Raptors." Lul, lul. I picked the Spurs and I whooped his ass <laughs> all around Air Canada Center. <laughs> so, uh, what, what lineup did you go with though? 
there, there's um, I went with Gasol, Aldridge, uh, Kawhi, Danny Green, and Patty Mills. Okay, there's so many ways to cut up the. Sobra. Sobra. <laughs> so all, all of this is to say, go ahead. Make my day, please challenge me to a game. We'll split. We'll split the entrance fee or whatever. I don't think let's there, play. Is there play? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play playbook, meron. Play Manong meron eh. So yeah, kahit maghati tayo puta na. Come on, challenge me. Let's have fun. Uh, aside from that, we've also got a merch booth which will be set up at APCC. I think we didn't get to do this last year. Yeah, kasi bawal yata. But this anyway. year, we're going to get to do that. So if you want to buy any merch from your favorite PWR stars, people will be bringing their shirts and their gear. So that should be uh, something available for all of you. And last but not the least, don't forget to tag us. If you see us um, there, say hi, tag us, Smart Henry or the, the podcast, PWR, or even the individual accounts because we would love to just keep interacting even after the five-second photo. <laughs> Right, so on behalf of Raf Camus and Ro Moran, who are now steadily scrolling their Twitter feeds, my name is Stan C. We will see you at APCC and uh, next Sunday as well for Sukot. Peace and sit down. Be humble. And we found him before APCC, bitches! Glorious! No, I won't give in. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.